My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today I am here with Anna Velengard um, from all the way over in Israel. Uh, we're going to be talking about overcoming self-doubt. Uh, Anna is a mindset and manifestation coach and the co-founder of a peak performance company, and um, she has overcome a lot of things in her life to be where she is today and to, to be lifting up other people and helping other people transform um, through through her understanding of recovering from trauma, recovering from eating disorders, and and helping people rise up to be their best selves. So welcome, Anna. How are you today? I'm great today, Molly. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. So why don't you start by telling us what you do as a mindset and manifestation coach for your clients? Um, and, and we'll just start there. So first off, I help my clients transform those self-doubt into self-belief because that is something that helps them manifest their goals as well. Once you have doubts in whether you can achieve something, that kind of stops you from being able to manifest it. Mm. It's like you're pulling, you're telling the universe, I want it black, but I also want it white. Mm -hmm. And it also, and it only needs to be one color. So it doesn't mm. work that way. Oh, that's, uh, that's a good way to put it. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's where mindset come into manifestation. And I also help people take consistent action and motivate themselves because you can't achieve your dreams and you can't manifest either if you're not taking action. Mm -hmm. Very true. And do you focus on one area of life, um, be it personal life, um, entrepreneurship, physical health, or just uh, whatever everybody needs? Whatever the client needs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're all about improving. That's wonderful. And so what are some of your methods for doing that? Mm, so when it comes to self-doubt, I have a short-term plan and a long-term plan, basically. So for the long-term, you actually use affirmations. You can customize them. I have a worksheet for that, that people can get at the end of the podcast. And affirmations basically rewire your brain. So instead of thinking, I can't do that, your brain actually understands that, yes, you can. And one of the quotes that I really love, I don't even know who said it, but basically, if you think you can, and if you think you can't, you're right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, I've because heard that one too. <laughs> your brain just does whatever you tell it to. It's just like your computer or your car, whatever you put in there, that's what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. That makes and sense. for the short-term plan, it's basically writing all of your accomplishments. So when you doubt yourself, you read that, basically proving to your brain that 
I did this, this, and this, and that. So I can do whatever it is that I want to do right now as well. Absolutely. So it's, it's kind of, um, it sounds like re, uh, reinforcing the belief. You, you begin with the affirmation and then you reinforce by showing yourself how you've already done it. Yeah, that's a really good point there because if you just do the things, if you don't take the actions, you're not going to be able to change your beliefs. Absolutely. Yeah, that's something that people forget a lot on the manifestation path. Well, I wouldn't say people forget it, but I think the mainstream way of thinking about it is, oh, the law of attraction is out there and we can attract what we want if we're conscious and aware of it. Yeah, it's overlooked the action step. I was talking to somebody else about that just the other day. And I think that that is the kind of masculine balancer to the feminine receiver. You know, it's like, if you want to receive the good, you've got to take some action and be assertive to, to go do it, but not too much, you know, because there is a do you, do you find people try to force their success and get frustrated without doing the affirmation work? Is there do you see that on the other side as well? Yeah, I feel like the problem is that people kind of go, oh, I'm trying it and I'm not getting results automatically right this minute after trying it for one week. So it's not working. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's funny with my clients, I tend to talk about manifestation in terms of planting a garden. And so you're not going to bang on the ground, you know, you're going to wait a couple of months, at least for for the growth cycle to start. So three months for some things, maybe six months for others, maybe even a year for for bigger, bigger kind of crops. So so do you do you see that in terms of smaller goals, midsize goal, big goal? Like how how much time do you do you kind of advise people work with the affirmations? I feel like it's more about the alignment than the size of the goal. It doesn't matter if you're trying to manifest a hundred dollars or a million dollars. Once you're actually aligned, your beliefs, your actions, everything is in one place, kind of going universe, I want this, you know, like a kid in the candy in the candy store. Mm-hmm. This one. It doesn't matter. It can manifest in a week, it can manifest in a month. It's just about actually getting that alignment and continuously attracting it. Mm. Because if you kind of like get into alignment, get out of alignment, get into alignment, get out of alignment, you're not going to get that result because you're not consistently enough asking for it. Yeah, I hear you. And how would you describe that sense of alignment? Like we use that term a lot. And and I think I think we feel it inside ourselves. And I'm just curious because because you're mentioning it. How would you describe it as you understand it? I feel like alignment has uh, multiple layers to it because it's also about your beliefs that have to be in the same direction. But it's also about your feelings itself, you know, because once you have that feeling of I am doing it and it's not working and it's not working and it's not working. You know, it's just not going to work because Mm. you're focusing on the lack rather than focusing on the other things that are working, focusing on the fact that, yes, the progress that you made is small, but you have made progress. Mm. Yeah. Celebrating with gratitude, those, those milestones. Absolutely. I feel that's super important. That keeps you in that alignment. 
and to say, yeah, it is working. Look, that little thing happened. That means it's working. The little sprout yeah. grew out of the ground. Woohoo! <laughs> I love the way that Abraham X actually explains it. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Oh, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So what they say is you can have nine things that are not working. If you focus on the one thing that is working, you're going to get closer to all of them. Yeah. Because your energy is going to be in alignment with what you want. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. It's all about that. Feeling good, not rushing the process and enjoying the journey, I think, too, as well. Very good. So so tell us a little bit more about your your kind of background, your story and, and why you began this work that you're so passionate about, um, you know, coming from a place of feeling kind of run down by whether it was bullies or an eating disorder or believing not believing in yourself. Like in your words, tell us what it was like to rise up from that. What, what's been the journey from, from there to now? It was a long journey. Mm. First of it's, I feel like that's something that is still going on, you know, because when it comes to self-doubt, it always comes, you know, it mm. comes up this little voice in your head that going, you can't do that or you can't do this. But now I know how to make it shut up, basically. <laughs> I was bullied and friendless for basically all of my school years. Mm. And I ended up developing really low self-esteem because of that. You know, if no one wants to be around you, you kind of start thinking that you're not good enough. You know, it has a logical base to it, basically. And I ended up developing an eating disorder in my second year of, uh, of my bachelor's degree, second year of university, because of basically lack of self-love and a lot of self-doubt, you know? Mm -hmm. I tried working with various professionals that were experts in eating disorders. None of them worked for me unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, because that forced me to find my own way to do it. And because I saw that self-doubt and self-love are big parts of it, that's what I started on with my business. That's why I started helping people transform their self-doubt self into self-belief. And self-love is a necessary precursor to it. You can't believe in yourself if you don't love yourself. It just doesn't work. If you don't feel you, if you don't feel that you're worthy of success, you're not going to be able to believe that you're going to that you can achieve it, that you are even, you know, allowed to try. Absolutely makes total sense. And do you feel that that bullying and feeling like people didn't want to be around you is? You mentioned also that you are an empath, or you identify as an empath, so very sensitive, very um, very open to other people's energy. Do you feel that there was a differentness or did you feel othered because of that sensitivity in your community or was it something else? So no one knew about this at, the, at my initial years until I, until about I was 10 years old, I guess. I didn't even know empath is a thing. <laughs> you know, I was just sensitive to, to energies. I just saw this, I noticed it, but that's not something that I've shared with anyone. I was actually bullied in the beginning in uh, elementary school because I knew Russian. Mm. And I want to emphasize the word new because I didn't speak it at school. 
the fact that I was aware of the language, I knew how to speak it was enough to be bullied. Wow. And that's obviously not something that you can control. There isn't mm. like a delete language button. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that's, it's just so interesting, the things that I call it the, the ordinary world is prone to so many of these judgments that really just don't matter to the core self of anybody. But this kind of us versus them, you know, you know, bullies, unfortunately, are in pain themselves wanting to, you know, feel bigger and better than someone else by making them feel bad. And it's just so interesting that you departed from that path, you could have become bitter and, you know, depressed, and maybe you did for a little while, but you rose up out of it, you made a choice not to, to go either in that direction, to, to reap that on, or, you know, to put that on someone else, or to kind of wither away in despair, you saw where it took you and then you rose up. And I think that's a really important message for our guests that either have trauma, abuse, bullying in their past. I don't think we talk enough about bullying in the kind of new age metaphysical healing world because that is very much um, a trigger that will create a lot of social anxiety and uh, difficulty loving the self. You know, a lot of times it's like family trauma or like some kind of like really intimate abuse, but it's, you know, there is, there's, interesting challenge when you're every time you leave your home you feel like it's just a big dangerous world out there or you meet a, a new group of people and you're just not sure if you're going to be safe or you're going to be you know ridiculed that's one of the things that i learned like mm -hmm. as a child i had to unlearn that but as a child as far as i was concerned i was not allowed to cry at school under any circumstances because that would mean that i'm going to look weak and i'm going to get hurt even further mm -hmm. You know, I had to unlearn the fact that it's okay, you know, yeah. like learning that it's okay to cry Yeah, is, yeah. was a really, really big milestone for me. Oh, I bet. Because it's so healing, you know, those tears. And it's, you know, it's terrible when it happens in a moment of, of trauma and despair. And our bodies do it because it releases that energy, that stuck energy of fight or flight of woundedness. So I'm so glad that that you recovered that because that I I just that's one of my go-to uh, things with clients if they are stuck in some kind of anxiety or unforgiveness. I'm like sometimes you have to do some of these exercises just to get yourself to to cry it out to to admit that it, there's a heartbreak going on, and when you get past the heartbreak, then you can move into the healing. But those layers of anger or layers of stoicness can cover that up. So that's really amazing. I do want to respond to what you said earlier about basically I could have grown up to be resentful and all of that. I feel like that's where my gift of being an MF really shines because I think that might be just me, but as an MF, you can't go that way because True. you're going to be in so much pain, your body, your, intu your intuition, everything is just going to scream, no, wrong direction turn around <laughs> yes you're and right you're you just right. it doesn't work you can't because the level of negative emotions that empath can deal with is very very low because we are so sensitive to it so we can't really on a regular basis create them we just won't be able to be happy and we just kind of go nope yeah, that way. Instead. I hear you. Yeah. And then health challenges come up because of it. If we don't listen to that true spirit, you know, wanting to shine as it is, which is, you know, kind of what you're talking about, 
then yeah, it, it starts to manifest as mental health issues, um, physical issues, it, your body and your mind will tell you whatever you're trying to ignore, like you can't ignore me. So you're absolutely right with that. That makes total sense. Yeah. yeah. So, so on, you know, with all I'm your success, sure. oh, what's that? No, I'm saying I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who like has their intuition kind of screaming at them for, for me to listen. No, you know? no, you are and not. The universe has to hit you with a bat and then you realize that he's showing you something. Exactly. Yes. It's like, we're going to give you some subtle hints and then we're going to make them bigger and louder until you get it. Yeah, absolutely. That's totally how it works. Yeah. I actually teach that in my program, my Empowered Wisdom program. I teach all about how the energy system kind of, um, it really manages different parts of us and different areas of our lives. And if we look into even physical ailments or even sometimes people just have, oh, I have a tension in my stomach all the time. There's no physical diagnosis or maybe it's a gut disorder that's undiagnosable. It's like, well, what's going on with your personal power? What's going on with, you know, your sense of self-belief in that solar plexus chakra Yeah. or in the heart, they're having palpitations, you know, well, what's going on with, you know, are you getting the joy that you need in life? Are you angry with someone and need to forgive? And, and there's just, there's so much information in the body. I know for me, it was, you know, not only did I have an eating disorder, more like a food addiction of eating all the wrong things and almost food chemical addiction. It's like ruining my body to numb it out because the emotions were so repressed, you know, so, so that, that makes total sense that we've got to really understand how that works all together so that we can then do the healing on all levels, the holistic healing on all levels. Otherwise you're just popping pills and trying to get it to calm down so you can keep numbing away. Yeah, and that you're does, fixing the sustainable. symptom instead of the problem. Yes. It's you have to fix the problem rather than just kind of go, this is the symptom. Let's get rid of it. Cause I don't want another symptom is going to pop up. Yep. And then another and another until you fix the underlying problem. You don't mm. have a choice. Yep. You are correct. Well, very good. So, so with all the success that you have and, and all the, the ways that you help others and just your, your beautiful journey of recovery lately, you know, say in the last six to 12 months, what's been your major challenge that you've been dealing with in terms of maybe it's boundaries, maybe it's prioritizing yourself, self-love, whatever you would call it. Um, share with us what it's like in, in a, an, a day in a life of a mindset and manifestation coach the things that you struggle with now? So I think my latest struggle was actually finding time to myself because I have a book going on right now and I'm changing, I'm basically changing my entire business. I also recently just started and basically created a new product that is a manifestation and productivity journal on my peak performance business. So basically a lot of work. That is a lot of work. <laughs> but I did manage to thankfully figure out how to do that. I just decided to schedule, schedule differently, you know, making sure that the time for it is reserved, no matter what's the circumstances, no matter what's the, the workload, because it is important. Yes. If I don't do it, I'm going to not be able to do other things. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I feel like a lot of people miss out on. You know, it's kind of like they look at it as, yeah, but I have to do other more important things in this time. Right. And what's more important than you, your wellness and your feeling of, of well-being? Because if you've got, 
you know, you could have the million dollars or the billion dollars and all the success and all the notoriety. And if you're not feeling good, what's the use of it, right? Yeah, I, I find that a lot of people that are very, very successful, that's one of the most common uh, limiting beliefs about success and money that you have to sacrifice one area for another. You know, you have to sacrifice your health or you can't go out or you shouldn't marry and have kids because they're going to distract you from your business or a lot of these kind of things mm-hmm. where it's really not the case. You can find a way to work on all of these life areas simultaneously and getting your goals in all of them instead of compromising in one or two or five. Absolutely. Makes total sense. Well, um, as I do with uh, most of my guests, I pulled a few cards for you if you'd like to hear what what kind of my intuition has to say about what's going on with you right now, what spirit has to say. It's looking pretty good. Um, so do I have your permission to share? Yes, of course. Awesome. Very good. Well, you're definitely in a space right now where you're learning to march to the beat of your own drum. And, you know, there is a sense of needing to stay open to receive gifts from the universe. So very receptive, but also be careful that you're not giving away too much in your in this kind of unique way that you're doing things. So that's that's the main crossing element is that sometimes you may be tempted to give, give, give and and not um, really say, well, hey, this is what I need. And maybe that's, you know, you kind of just said that. (laughs) I used to be a really people pleaser and just kind of put everyone above myself Mm -hmm. and had to change that, of course. Yes. Yeah, good. Yeah, you have to because you can't be in the work of serving others and then have that going on in your personal life because if it is you're going to be so drained you're not going to be able to serve you know and i'm sure you've you've learned that lesson but anywhere mm-hmm. that it's still showing up and it may be with the doing like doing too much and and struggling sometimes to to have that self-care time just make sure that you're really um opening up to that and letting letting more time go by i feel like even even if you could take a whole day and just let all of the time go by um to to open up and receive and and i see you smiling i see you i don't know if it's swimming i see you splashing or or just being playful with um i don't know if it's friend do you have do you have children of your own uh, not yet, but I have a niece and a nephew, so maybe that's okay. what you're seeing. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's like little. It didn't feel like you were the mom, but it felt like little kids. And I'm like, are these just friends that are super playful? Or are they little kids? So that's the niece and nephew. So yeah, having time with them where you're just just being an aunt, just enjoying the time, very important because you're coming out of a time of being guided and letting go of of old patterns and and letting go of an old self. Um, but sometimes when you get, um, if you get sidetracked and things don't go as planned, always make sure to return to that center because there's a lot of, of, of busyness going on and ideas and that might derail you sometimes almost like shiny object syndrome where I want to do that. And I want to do that. And I want to do that. (laughs) So, so go in and see what feels good to you, what feels right. And make sure that balance is there because when you focus primarily on that, that's the thing that's going to get you where you want to go. And you are learning your truth about things and how you want to present yourself. Um, but it's going to take some deeper meditation in order to get there. So, um, clarify that a little bit there's something that you've been wanting to do in your life that you maybe haven't admitted to everybody 
Um, I don't know if, you know, this tends to be big things like a move or a change in a major relationship or, um, you know, splurging on yourself, something. Well, at this time, and you don't have to share what it is, you know, we're, we're talking to the whole world right now, but whatever it is, um, start allowing yourself to explore that. And do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Um, I, um, I have a possible idea, but mm -hmm. I'm not sure if that's the right one. Yeah, it would be something that has come to you that you're not quite sure if you're ready to share it with people that they might be like, Oh, no, you can't you, that that's not possible or, Oh, you'll break my heart if that happens, you know, like this is kind of a, you know, there's the structures of your life that are set in place by you staying the same. And if you change in this way, it may disrupt some things. So it, it is about just be kind of being prepared for that and, and really stilling yourself um, so that you are kind of not protected, but that you come at this change from a very still calm place, which I can tell you're very still and calm anyway, but you'll be able to speak your truth in due time. So if it's, it's not really clear what it is, it's going to come clear soon. Um, and you are in a space of transformation and learning to work with the flow and, and, you know, that whole manifesting thing that you teach really learning to do it at a new level. Um, and so there is, there is a sense of getting, maybe even getting a little more woo woo with what you teach. Um, I don't know if it's, um, cause I, cause I get like, there's definitely an identity there of, of coming here to earth to make big changes for people. And that is usually a healer's path, a light worker path. You know, that's another word. It's been used yeah. a lot. So I kind of hesitate to use it. I do use it, but I always kind of qualify it. It's overused. But when you truly feel like a light worker coming to serve at a deep, deep level, um, it it's it's going to get even more authentic, I think is is what I'm trying to say for you of sharing yourself and your story. So maybe yeah. this book, <laughs> maybe this book well, you're working on. I am going to, I'm going to start actually one-on-one -on -one coaching program for manifestation. So that might be it. Yeah, that makes sense. And really just, just letting your intuition lead because it it's really, it's, it's, it's going to feel magical to some people like, Oh, that's just a bunch of whatever. But again, the more you, understand and have conviction about your process and, and you know that it will work for people and use your intuition with that it's definitely going to to work and and the key is to quiet your mind and to teach them to quiet the mind it's almost like when we teach people to quiet their minds their intuition rises to the top and so it's the the focus the thing they need coaching with is not how to do it as much as how to get out of their way yeah i absolutely agree with that I think my biggest trick for that is actually going into gratitude because you can't be worried and grateful at the same time. Your brain just can't do that. That's true. So if you're actually focusing on gratitude on purpose, you're just going to stop being worried. Yep, absolutely. I love that. Yep, it is about shifting, shifting the belief. I think I, yeah, sometimes when I can't sleep, which is very rare, but every once in a while I'll have insomnia and I'll just sit there and go, okay, instead of worrying about what I'm doing tomorrow, I'm going to list the things that I'm grateful for. And it is, it's one of those things that will get you right to sleep. <laughs> because yeah, it because <laughs> you feel safe. Yeah. You feel happy and safe. And I actually love doing mine in the evening and in the morning, you know? Mm -hmm. you either end the day with them or you start the day with them or both it just it makes everything feels better yeah I love it very good 
So yeah, you're you're going into really reclaiming your power. Um, it's a soul retrieval process. The more that you vision big for yourself and the kind of the level of impact that you want to have, because I can see you speaking on stages into mic. I mean, you're doing podcasts, but it's like microphones to big, bigger organizations. Um, really serving. I feel like you serve men and women, but there is an element of serving women to a greater degree as well. And it's really about heart-centered leadership. I feel that you bring that to your community and you bring it to the world in a way that's somewhat new. And so the more that you can continue to see through the illusions of anything that pops up that feels like a, a stumbling block and see this as a life, like a life mission and get really complete about the reason why you do this, um, I feel like that's the most important thing. Beyond that, it's just boundaries and making sure that you protect your precious energy from the world that you know may be critical of it, that may be uh, not understand you completely because the people that matter will understand you completely. And, and that's when you're starting to speak, whether it's a TED talk or a, just a big, you know, I almost see you speaking to like, you, not United Nations, but it's something like that, like a big company. So do you have any speaking goals? Um, I don't have speaking goals right now, but my current goal for the upcoming year is to have a million people read my book, which is still in progress, but hopefully will be published on January. Well, I love it. I love it. Well, you're definitely got some big things coming, but just keep in mind that heart centered path and, and know that things along the way may tempt you off of it or may tempt you to doubt it. But the more that you just return to that, that's going to be your superpower. Yeah, I feel like that's the biggest thing about my transformation, because once you believe in yourself, it doesn't matter if you have a bunch of people going, that's woo woo, that's not going to work. You kind of go, okay. <laughs> and one thing that people really need to see is when someone tells you it's not going to work, they're not talking about you. They think it's not going to work for them. Mm. So mm -hmm. just don't take it personally. Just mm. keep going and get your goal. I love it. I love that. That's a great way to put it. It's not going to work for them, but it works for you. Ah, oh, that's perfect. So on that note, please share whether it's about your book that you, that's coming up or where people can find you if they're interested in learning more about you. So people can find me at Anna Mindset Manifester with one N dot com and that's the same name that i have on my instagram and my facebook wonderful wonderful so thank you for being here today anna it's just been a pleasure to to talk to you hear about your story and just connect with you across the the waters it's very very cool so <laughs> and i do want to tell people one thing um first off you can message me to get that customized affirmation worksheets it's a, it's a free gift for me to all of our listeners all of molly's listeners awesome and my other company the peak performance company called is called get growing and it's written grow win because that's what we're doing we're winning when we're growing and find us on amazon and get your journal so you can manifest your goals and achieve them awesome and you know, happy new years or almost yes. new years. Happy new years. That sounds wonderful. Well, thanks for sharing all of that. And I uh, look forward to talking to you again sometime. Me too. It was great. Thank you.
You're so welcome. Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll catch you next time. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.